Hey friends, I hope you're well. Today's episode, we are talking about am I overtraining? Now, overtraining can happen to anybody. Now, in this episode, I'm talking about a few things that you can notice to see whether or not that you are indeed overtraining and also what you can do to help your body recover effectively to get the results you need. Now, you may ask, what is overtraining? Simply put, it means training too much. Now, you may have heard or you may have read or you may even currently believe that in order for you to burn fat the quickest, you need to do seven days of cardio. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you will know that I address that and you also know that that is not true. Now you can do cardio and it's beneficial for cardiovascular health, but it's not beneficial if we are doing training seven days a week or even sometimes two hours per day. Now this episode will go in depth and take you into each of the reasons or each of the things that you can ask yourself to identify whether or not you're overtraining and how you can correct that. Now when it comes to these kind of episodes, these are episodes that I encourage you to take a pen and to take a notepad. But also if this is something that you're currently struggling with, with and you just need some accountability and support to get you out of this you can always reach me on support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk or if you prefer you can reach me on the on the gram at va nutrition coaching but now let's get into today's episode Hello and welcome to another episode of VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast with me, your host, Verona, your qualified nutrition coach, your qualified personal trainer, and soon to be cognitive behavior therapist. This podcast is for you if you are that mum, wife, or sister friend, and now you're ready to finally lose those five, 10, or even 15 pounds and keep them off. And you want me in your corner as your coach to help you get there. We will rebuild your confidence, we'll tackle those toxic thoughts that hold you back and we'll put together your unique nutrition plan that doesn't have you on dangerously low calories working out seven days a week of intense cardio or have you feeling like you need to completely cut out all carbs all the food that you enjoy and just eat plain old bland chicken and broccoli there's more to nutrition than just chicken and broccoli and me as your coach that's what i'm going to teach you to do now sit back and enjoy today's episode So I recently got asked this question. Now, this particular person has said that they've been doing these particular workouts and they've been doing them to the point where they feel like they're actually killing themselves and to the point where they have not lost anything or they've lost an measly amount of weight. Now, this person has said that they're not particularly overweight, but they have put on uh, an additional 5 kg since lockdown has started, but she doesn't seem to be able to lose any weight. And she said that she's given up on alcohol, she's reduced her food and her calories, but the amount that she's lost doesn't seem to be adding up to the amount of work that she's having to put in and she is getting a little bit frustrated and she needed help and support on this. Now, my response is going to be given in this particular podcast episode. When these things are happening and if you present in an athletic form or an athletic athletic shape, you may not actually realise that you're doing this and you may not know how to spot the signs. Now, this particular thing is overtraining. Now, if you resonate with this particular person and you are doing all the exercise, you're working out seven days a week, you're doing cardio because that's what they told you to do. If you want to lose weight, then you've got to do cardio. So you 
have started to do cardio, some days you're doing it two hours a day, some day, some weeks you're doing it seven days a week, and you still come to find that you only lost one kg, but you're putting on more weight than you are losing it. So today's episode, I'm going to help you with this just to see if you can identify if this is you. Now, if you've reached a plateau and you're not getting as much sleep and you're not losing as much weight as you like, then this could be a signal that you are in fact overtraining your body. Now, some of us might think overtraining only applies to bodybuilders or athletes, but actually, if you are somebody that enjoys working out and you enjoy doing exercise because you like the way that it feels and you like the way that it, the benefits that it gives your body, but you're finding that you're not losing any weight, you may not need to lose any weight. You may be at a place where your body fat percentage is in an ideal range for your body weight and your height, but you just may need to now maintain that weight and eat the right amount of calories that you need. Now, it doesn't always, when it comes to signs of overtraining, it's not only physical, also is the way that you see yourself, why you see yourself that way, how you've you've come to see yourself that way, why do you feel that you still need to lose weight? And it's also asking yourself, why do you feel like you have to lose weight? Is there something in you that when you see yourself in the mirror that you feel that you need to lose weight? So these are some of the things that you can address also. Now, if you're somebody who loves to go hard at the gym, whether that's in the physical gym or that's at home, if you're somebody that loves to go hard, then you may have actually thought about overtraining or you may not have thought about overtraining, but you may have thought, as I mentioned, that this is what is supposed to be done in order for you to lose weight and lose it in the quickest amount of time. So what is it? Before we get into the symptoms of what they are, let's get into a little bit about what it actually is. Now, what actually happens is when you start overtraining, when you get into that phase where your body is being overtrained, so basically if we break that down into the simple word, it means you're overtraining too much. Now that's a simplified version of what overtraining is. Now it's understandable that we may feel like you need to work out seven days a week in order for you to burn fat. Now this is what we've often believed because that's what diet culture says, that's what we've believed or that's what we've heard. One person has said it so we believe it, somebody we've trusted or it's, it's worked for them and then we believe it and then we start to do it. But if you were to actually have an honest conversation conversation with them. If they told you how they had amenorrhea, where their periods had stopped, they're not in the pre-menopause stage, they're not at menopausal stage at all, they've had children and they're even considering having more children and to a point they were excited and they thought they were pregnant when their period stopped, but to find that it's a sign of amenorrhea and it's not happy stories that they're saying they're sharing with you. Now it's always good, it's not a problem to be inspired by other people, but everybody doesn't always tell us or share the struggles that they are going through because it may be embarrassing or they may not know how to deal with it themselves. So it's always good to check your source of information, where you're getting your information from. If somebody tells you that you need to do excessive amounts of cardio like seven times a week in order to lose fat, that is what you call a fitness myth. And here is the place where I'm going to debunk those for you. Now we've gone through the basic or idea of what overtraining is. It's very, very simplified version is training too much. You're training over the amount that you need to be training for your specific body. And what you will begin to notice, you will begin to see that your performance and how you actually do the exercise is where you used to have great stamina before, you're going to actually begin to see a decrease in that. So whereas you could go hard, you could do HIIT workouts, you could do strength training, you could do some cardio training, whatever form of training that you could do, when you did it, you found that you could have the stamina and the strength. But when it comes to overtraining, you're finding that you can't actually do that as much as you used to be able to. Or on the flip side, your health starts to be affected by it also. But when it comes to overtraining, overtraining isn't just training too much. It's also not getting 
getting enough recovery. If you're doing that seven days a week and it's constant and you find that you've come to a stall and you're not losing any more weight, these are some of the things that you need to consider for yourself and to partner up with a coach or a personal trainer to help you come out of that rut if this is something that you cannot manage on your own. Now, when it comes to exercise or training, what, though it's good for our health, it's, it releases endorphins, it gives us energy, it does still have stress on our body and it actually breaks down the muscles that we have. Now, if we're not eating the right amount of food and we're not eating the right amount of calories or proteins to replenish those muscle stores and to give us energy that we need to fuel us in order to do the training that we're doing and also the recovery afterwards, then we are going to begin to feel those effects. If you're listening to this and you're identifying that you are in fact overtraining, but you need some help because the overwhelm is just too much for you, you're too busy to do this for yourself and you need some support, then this is what I'm here for. Reach out to me on the website, https colon forward slash forward slash vanutritioncoaching.co.uk. And there you can click on work with me and we can set up a time together to see if we are a good fit to work together to get you out of this rut and get you to the place that you need to get to. Eating more food doesn't mean that you're going to regain all of the weight that you've lost and it also doesn't mean that you're going to lose all of your progress. We will work together and tackle and address these mindsets that keep us so stuck in this place that we're so afraid to move forward and make the change. Again, head on over to the website or if you have Instagram, you can connect with me there at VA Nutrition Coaching and send me a DM with the word help. And we will work together to get you out of this rut to make sure you're eating the right amount of foods and to get you the results that you need. And it's when you are having those things and the right amount of food afterwards, that is what helps with muscle growth. That is what helps with muscle rebuilding and replenishing. And it also helps with recovery. And in fact, that's how we actually begin to grow stronger and actually become to grow fitter because that's how our body begins to repair. And now when it comes to training, that's why you have introduction when it comes to training. You you don't just go all hammy and hard in at one day. Now, say for example, you just suddenly go all in at the gym and you're like, oh, I can do this. And the next day you're aching everywhere and you ache for about a week. That's because you've gone too hard too quickly. And it's about reintegrating, especially if you're somebody that hasn't, you're restarting fitness all over again. It's about reintegrating and easing you in slowly to workouts that are really applicable to your fitness level that you're at at this particular moment in time. Now, a good challenge and a good personal trainer will go for a physical assessment with you to see your ability so they know how to plan the program specifically for you. And that's the same thing that I do with my personal training clients at the same time. And so when that happens, when you're always, if you're, if you're always going in hard because your mindset is, I've got to burn this fat, I've got to burn it quickly. And you're not the only person I was there. I was there too. And that's what society teaches you. We kind of see it in somebody else. We kind of see their results. What did you do? What was the training you done what did you eat I want to do I want what you have and again if you listen to my podcast Sally is always the one that is the culprit but you want what Sally has but actually Sally doesn't tell you what her blood sweat and tears quite literally it took her to get there and again she's not telling you the whole truth and nothing but the truth we just look at the outside and the external and if you were to have an honest frank open conversation with with Sally you would know that Sally is actually currently having counseling and some therapy because she's not happy with the way that she looks she's not happy with her physique she still thinks that she's fat and so that is something that can be often be hidden and it's not often seen in social media so we do need to be aware of that when we are aspiring to other people and we're looking at them on the outside it's about I want that and the grass always seems to be greener on the other side but actually let's focus on watering our grass where we are now and then harvesting and working on the the ground that we have nothing wrong in, in, in someone else's journey inspiring you to start your own but when we start to say what did you do what did you eat what training you did that's when we're 
they're getting into dangerous territories because we don't know the things that happen behind closed doors if they're not sharing with us. So it's 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 be inspired, but about it's about knowing who you, who is inspiring you. Now, when it comes to overtraining, that kind of sounds like a taboo word, really. Like overtraining, who wants to admit that they're overtraining? This can happen to anyone. It can happen to athletes. It can happen to well-established athletes, bodybuilders, trainers, etc. Anybody can fall into this trap of overtraining, and we don't often see it until the warning signals happen in our body, and then we take a we pay attention or sometimes we'll ask a question has anybody struggled with this but then when the answer comes actually it sounds like you're overtraining could you do we're quick to shun that advice because it's not what we want to hear but it's about at the type of coach that I am if you asking me those questions the type of coach that I am I'm going to tell you the truth and sometimes the truth can be hard to hear now it doesn't mean that you cannot recover from overtraining but it's going to take you uh, some time to get recovered through that now the truth does hurt and sometimes it's a little bit like oh Ouch. But the way I tell you is a way that it's not just slamming you with the truth. Well, you're overtraining. Fix your training. Obviously, it's not that simple. If you're doing it, then it's a little bit more that needs to be unpacked in order for you to rebuild a healthy relationship with exercise, your body and food. It's a whole heap of connections. Now, when it comes to overtraining, now, these are some of the things that you can look for if you identify with that question that you've tried all of these things and that you're at a ha- that you're in a place now where you're happy with the body fat percentage that you have, or you may actually not be at the place where you are happy with your body fat percentage but you've come to this place where you're not losing any weight you're training seven days a week you're not eating enough you've gone down to 1200 calories and by other people's advice they've told you to go down to even less than that now i just want to advise you if there's anybody that's advising you to go down to less to 1200 calories or less than eight 1200 calories that isn't a qualified nutrition coach that isn't a qualified nutritionist or a dietitian or doctor they should not be advising you to have anything less than 1200 calories now if you are somebody who has over 50% of your body weight is body fat now if you're having that then that is going to be recommended by a professional for you to have that diet but that is going to be supervised by a professional if you're in a Facebook group or community group or accountability group not everybody in that group is qualified to give you the advice on your body and your nutrition as much as one you and two knowing that not everybody needs to have 1200 calories so it's about finding the right amount of foods that you need for your body and I often sound like a broken record because I say this often but the more I'm seeing it I'm seeing women really gleaning on this information now it's not an issue that you want to lose the weight but it's about how it happens and that is the thing that you want it's no problem in asking questions ask for support ask for questions but if people are throwing away random numbers like they're throwing away random money when it comes to your weight then you need to question it as a red flag especially if they haven't worked with you personally or professionally they are not in the position to advise you how many calories you should be eating they only advise you on what has worked for them but what works for them may not actually work for you now let's get back to what it means when it's overtraining what symptoms can you look out for in your body to see if this is an actual case of you overtraining and what you can actually do to recover from that if you notice that you've hit a plateau you've tried you stopped losing weight and it's just stopped abruptly and you've done everything you can think of to do but it's just not shifting you're getting upset you're getting frustrated now and you just want to focus on just how can this weight just go and it's just discouraging to be fair you're ready to chuck the scales out the window and you're like I just want this done if that's where you are and you feel like you've been doing everything you can try to do and you've not seen any movement at all and you're not able to do the things that you used to do this is a sign that your body could be at a place of overtraining and another symptom that can happen is your sleep is all over the place you're not sleeping like you're used to broken sleep 
you're going to bed late at night, you've got insomnia, and you wake up in the morning, you're tired. It's just, it's just all over the place. Now, the thing is, when it comes to hormonal changes and imbalances in our leptin and our ghrelin hormones, it can be imbalanced, especially when we don't have enough sleep and our cortisone levels, our stress levels are literally through the roof. So that's sometimes what can happen is the next day, you want to eat everything in your fridge, you want to eat everything in your cupboard, even the foods that you don't like because you're just that hungry. And it's about checking your sleep. And it's one of the one of the other things of overtraining is sleep, lack of sleep that can happen in everyday training. But this is something that can also happen if you are overtraining. Now, when it comes to recovery and DOMS, delayed onset of muscle soreness, sometimes you're going to get some delayed onset muscle soreness if you haven't worked that muscle group in a long time and you haven't warmed, spent up some time warming up and making sure that you've engaged those muscles and you've replenished your, your muscles afterwards enough. There is going to be some soreness if it, you're new to this particular type of workout or it's a new movement that you're introducing to this particular muscle group. Now, if this is way more than is usual, then this is also a sign that you could be overtraining. And the reason why is because when we're doing exercise, as I've mentioned before, it causes stress on our bodies anyway, and it actually does cause inflammation. And if you're not recovering the amount of time that you need for your body to get back to what it needs to, then your overall aches, pains, etc. more than likely to happen if you also suffer from an injury that has since healed from a previous fitness issue. So that is something that you need to be aware of if you feel that you're overtraining and these are some of the things that you're struggling with. Now, another thing uh, is about losing muscle mass, where your goal is not to lose weight um, and you're not aware of your body composition. One of the things that you can do is get a body fat analyzer. You can go for a DEXA scan, which is on the high end the top end the expensive end or you can go to a bod pod where you're in like a swimming costume and you can go into the bod pod it's enclosed if you're claustrophobic then this might not be advised for you but you go in and they test your body fat percentage that way it's a lot cheaper than a dexa scan but a dexa scan is like imaging like a big x-ray machine kind of i can put it like that or a big mri scan machine um and it's showing your internal organs and it shows about how many fat fat percentage that your body has etc and you just kind of have an assessment with a, a qualified technician who does this and then you have a follow-up also that's optional so you're able to see effectively your muscle mass or you can just get a body fat analyzer scale or a smart scale that can be connected to your tracker your fitness tracker or your phone and then you're able to monitor your body fat percentage that way knowing that this is a guide as to how that can happen that and it's the most cheapest and affordable version but if you're looking for something that's more expensive more expensive and a little bit more accurate then the DEXA scan would be highly recommended and that allows the DEXA scan to see your body composition to see if if you are uh, losing fat or you're losing muscle etc if you're finding that what is happening is you're doing you're losing opposite which is you're losing you want to lose fat but you're not losing it then this is another sign that you may also be overtraining and you're not eating the right amount of food that you need in order to recover after the workout so it's important to make sure you're getting the right amount of carbohydrates to fuel your workout and also you have a carbohydrate meal after your workout has finished to making sure you're replenishing your glycogen stores as well so it's important to have a carb after or and before so you may have heard of a post-workout meal. Some people have a banana slice of whole grain toast with some peanut butter. That's fats, carbs, protein around at least 30 minutes before your workout. Not having a big, heavy, rich meal before you're going to work out. But you're having something light enough that will also help to fuel your body well to give you energy to complete.
complete the workouts. So if you're finding, as I say in one of the other examples, if you're finding that you're exhausted and some of the training that you used to be able to do, you're not finishing the whole workout and it's a half an hour workout and within 10 minutes you're exhausted, these are some of the signs that you may not be fueling your body well enough with the right amount of carbs. I have done a previous episode talking about carbohydrates. Are carbs really the enemy? And just encouraging you that carbs are not bad. And it also depends on what your goals are and your needs are. But making sure that you're eating the right amount of food to make sure that you have the energy that your body needs, especially if you're doing high intensity training, doing cardio, or you're doing some form of weight and strength for training. So in listening to these examples, if you identified, oh my gosh, Verona, that is all me. Everything you said is literally me. Now, if that's you, these are some of the things that you can do to prevent falling into this trap of overtraining and ways that you can protect yourself from overdoing it at home or just going too hard too soon. And one of the simple things is to add in rest days. It's recommended to have at least one to two rest days a week. Now, it doesn't mean that you will lose your progress if you have one to two days of rest days. It just means that it allows your body the adequate time it needs in order to repair. Because remembering exercise puts stress on our body. It's great for our bodies, but it also causes stress on our bodies. So we need time away from the exercise and the training that we're doing to recover from that and so making sure that we get the right amount of res- right amount of recovery in order to get the results that we want to get to now when it comes to the type of workouts that you're doing and how often you do them um it's not advisable to do hit training consecutive days in a week because of how intense high intensity workouts actually are on your body and especially if you're somebody that is giving it max effort and you're doing that it's going to take a lot out of your body if you're doing that two consecutive days in a row and also being aware of changing your workouts every four or six weeks as well so you that also prevents injury and also prevents you from becoming used to those workouts and in fact it gets boring doing the same thing over and over again so that's some of the things that you can begin to consider as well I've mentioned as well making sure that your sleep as well if you're struggling with sleep if this is something that you've tried to manage on your own and it's not helping and you feel that your sleep is struggling more than it is usually some of the things that you can look for is to see your sleep and is there any support additionally that you can get from your doctor to help you with sleep and also if you have a lot of stress, if you're not sleeping, that puts stress on you. If you are stressed normally in everyday life or still in the pandemic pandemic so that could also cause you stress this is where recovery for you is even more important and then you can just do some light stretching pilates or yoga or body balance or something like that that really helps you focus and promotes good recovery and gets the blood flowing back to the muscle groups to help aid repair and growth again so these are the things that you can incorporate and implement into your training and to aid in recovery as well and lastly i just want to say it is okay to take a break it's about you if we're not at a, if our bodies are not at a place where we're well enough to do the workouts then our workouts are going to end up suffering it's not just doing the exercise where we get results it actually comes from recovery as well so the two go hand in hand and it's also about finding the balance for you and your body and when you recover and you've had enough rest have if you picture it yourself once you're at your best you've had a great sleep so for example you go for a grief had a great sleep you wake up in the morning and you're like that's the best sleep i've had all yeah I've got so much energy throughout the day that's the same thing when it comes to making sure that our bodies are adequately recovered and that's including the right amount of fuel food that we need and the rest that we need also so if that means one day where you're just doing whatever it is you want to do but you're chilling you're not actively doing any form of exercise then that helps with your recovery and it also helps you get results as well now a lot of that is going to come down to mindset it is going to come down to how you see yourself why you see yourself that particular way where this 
has come from that you're you're putting into this where does this overtraining come from now it doesn't happen with everybody but it's likely in terms of the question that there are some things that are where you visibly don't need to lose any more body weight where I can see that but in your mind I know I actually need to lose body fat percentage and where your doctor could say you're in a healthy body fat percentage range for your age etc but there is something about it that just doesn't sit right with you and you're like no 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 I still need to lose weight that could indicate something that needs some more support with whether that's nutrition counseling or something else like it's always about asking where do these thoughts come from why do I think this way and if it's a valid reason just carry on just carry on with your rest etc but if it's not and it's not a, it's not a bad thing to kind of help and assess why am I asking this why do I feel that I need to do this why do I feel that I need to lose weight why is this affecting me so much if you throw away the scales and you find that it's still affecting you then the scales is not the issue and it will be the thoughts that we are thinking and those are the things that we need to address when it comes to overtraining and the way that we see ourselves so remembering in summary it's not a bad thing to rest and rest and recovery play an equal part in getting the goals that we want as well as making sure that our bodies are fueled with the right amount of foods that we need on a daily basis and that's all we've got time for today friends on today's episode of VA Nutrition Coaching the podcast talking about signs that you're overtraining and what you can do to resolve them I can't wait to see you on the next episode Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episodes, friends. I hope you got some value. You've been listening to VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to hit me up and send me a DM at VA Nutrition Coaching and you can get me there. Don't forget, sign-ups are open. They will close on the 27th of November for Macros 2.0, the eight weeks group nutrition coaching if you are ready to take control of your nutrition. Can't wait to see you in the next one.